Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Rico back at it again. Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We've got ourselves a fun one today. Obviously, I'm going to be joined by my man Evan. He's going to be jumping in and out of the show as producer. And I got special guests. These are my boys uh, from a couple years back, man. We've uh, we've stayed in contact these last couple years, man. These are the Tennessee Titans weekly podcast. If you guys have not joined and you have not subscribed to their channel, they are entertaining, they're energetic, and they're engaging. If you are not tuned in to Tennessee Titans weekly, you guys got to tune in. My man Jacques and Hawk, they already know what it is, man. I appreciate them coming through. But before we bring them on, man, I got to give a big shout out. Federico, I like that. I got to give a big shout out to the Bing squad. Bing, biggity, bing. You guys are holding it down always. I appreciate you, man. We had excellent showings. I got to bring my chair down a little bit. We had excellent showings last week for all shows. We had we hit over 10,000 views on our post-game show. And then I had a show on Friday with my man z We're at almost 7,000. Fam, you guys are coming in in droves. Just like you travel, you come and show love on the pod. So, much appreciated. Uh, and listen, man, we, we here now. We here now. We got one and oh, we got a game under our belt. We're ready to go. You know what I'm saying? It's we're on the redemption tour. We're on the we're on the revenge tour, folks. We're on the revenge tour. You guys already know what that is. We gotta pay back some people. We got to. And right now, the 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 first on the list for the revenge tour are the Titans. We already know what happened with the Titans. We got let's let's not. Let's let's cut things short. And we're not going to cut. We're going to cut things short right now because we just found ourselves and got ourselves a new member to the Bing squad. <laughs> Bing, biggity, Bing to my man, Andrew Boudreaux. What's happening, Andrew? Welcome to the Bing squad. Let's go. So, folks, it's going to be a fun one tonight. It's going to be a fun one. But we've got to rem- we've we've got to get on this train of, of paying back people. Right. Oh, what do they say? Revenge is always the dish served cold. Well, we're going to serve that shit extra cold. To these Tennessee Titans, we've got to because the last the last few years, man, you know, what I'm saying they've they've had our number, they've had our number. Now, everyone and their mama knows the first game was a, just a, a it was just all over. It was COVID and all that stuff. So it was it was a toss up. You know what I mean? And then it's a slip and a blow up from our line, and then we lose that game. So it's they always play as tough, and it's gonna be a tough one once again. But something tells me we might have an edge on this game and we'll talk about it i've got people to join me and we're going to talk about it we're going to get into that that revenge tour that we're on against the titans right so uh let's let's jump around the league i hope you guys had a good fantasy week uh i can't say anything for myself i if i don't know i've heard i've heard some people have some awful weeks and i and my prayers are out to you guys uh some injuries have happened i have a guy in my league right now that lost robinson you know what I'm saying? The the rookie running back uh for the, the commanders, and then he just lost another running back uh in uh Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell. So he's out. He's got some down, right? I look at my team. My team put up 118 points, and that's not gonna cut it in my league. That's for damn sure. Joe Burrow underperformed. You already know what it is. 
McCaffrey underperformed. Josh Jacobs underperformed. So did the freaking Raiders. Allen Robinson was a no-show. Adam Thielen just gave all his, his opportunities to freaking Justin Jefferson for crying out loud. You know what I'm saying? Darren Waller was okay. I need more from him. Isaiah McKenzie obviously gave us a touchdown, but I, I want a little bit more from McKenzie, but that was the game plan, right? Tyler Bass, automatic, especially watching all these kickers just poo-poo the bed. The Colts defense was okay. I expected them to just really handle business against the freaking Houston, Houston Texans, but they let the Texans hang around. I don't know what the heck happened there. And uh, and I had freaking receiver from the from the Colts, uh, the rookie, Alec. What the heck, man? I thought you were supposed to do big things, man. What the heck's going on? Anyway, Zach Moss on the bench gave me seven points. Michael Carter outperforms. Outperforms Brees Hall. What the F is happening, man? It made me happy in a way because I don't want Brees Hall to succeed because then I'm just going to be upset if he does. So we can't have that. You know, Scott Blake says, yo, told you, Rico, all Bale's players in fantasy. You shouldn't have did it. Yeah, man, I should have. Uh, and then uh, Irv Smith gave me nothing. Nothing. So that, but I'm holding on to Irv Smith just in case I got to, you know what I mean, move some things around. But anyway, fantasy was a dud. I hope you guys had a good fantasy week. But anyway, let's go around the league. Let's go around the league. And when we do go around the league, I'm going to bring my guest in. I'm going to first of all bring my man, Evan. Evan's my dude. Evan, what's the word? Talk to me. The word is my fantasy team as of right now is doing a little bit better than yours. You mentioned your fantasy team and it was a sigh of relief. I'm in, I'm in uh like two slash three sort of money leagues. And uh, nice. I, I went two for two this week. I don't know how my salary cap league went. That's a league with like a hundred player people in it. And you just kind of pick your team and it's for the entire season and points just add up as they go. Okay. I think I did pretty solid in that one, but Carson Wentz, you know, saved my behind this week. Give me 31 Carson points. Wentz. It's a dynasty dynasty league i overtook a dynasty league this year and um he did well and i also had gabe davis and uh aj brown uh who did really well for me hey listen good call good call gm because my my team i mean i thought i was gonna shake things up by not going with josh allen because i was gonna go josh allen number one pick but i was like you know what i got the third pick you know snake league it's gonna come back to me it never came back and one of the guys that just knows i'm a big bills fan was like you know what f you i'm taking i'm taking him I was like, you son of a bee. So Josh Allen would have had me win the game. But anyway. So before before we get into around the league, my one league that I'm in, my other league, I yeah. snagged Allen with the first pick around four. So I got DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams, and Jamar Chase. And then I went back with Allen. And then I snuck up with George Kittle, Chris Godwin, and DeAndre Hopkins. What uh, a joke league are you in? Allowing you to get all dude, those guys. I, what the heck? Dude, I got dude. DeAndre Swift's a beast. Javante's a beast when he's not fumbling on the goal line. Uh, Josh is going to do Josh things, and then I mean, I got some solid depth. I also got Irv Smith, so I feel that zero donut that you got. But yeah, it is what it is. Other man. than that, I'm doing, I'm rocking. Yeah, I like that. My man Jim Grant says, "Yo, I'm down two hundred dollars. My partner is a Titans fan. We bet a hundred dollars each uh, every year, and I want my money back. <laughs> you ain't get your money back, Jimmy. <laughs> your money's gone, Jimmy." Is gone, my guy. But anyway, folks, uh, let me let me introduce to you. I don't want to. I don't want to listen. Without further ado, let me bring in my man Jacques and my man Hawk. What it do, fellas? What's good? What's Rico. happening? <laughs> what Jacques, you didn't give it to me yet. I'm waiting for it. Oh. Okay. Hey, welcome, welcome to your favorite Tennessee Titans podcast, Tennessee Titans Weekly. Jacques, Hawk. Yes. What's up, Rico? What's good, man? I need to be like, yeah. You know I need to hear that. Every time you can come on, I need to hear that. The energy is always 
wild with you guys. Welcome to the Buffalo Fanatics. You guys have been here before. It's nothing new. You guys yes. know exactly what it is. Folks, we're going to get right into it, man. Around the league, um, and I'm, I might throw a little bit of a, a, a little twist on what we're going to do here, but what team stood out to you? And Evan, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to, you give me a team that really stood out to you in a good way and, uh, or in a bad way, whatever. If you want to go double bad, you can, but one good, one bad that stood out to you around the league. Week one is in the books. What stood out to you? Who stood out to you? Tell me why. Um, one team that looked just, just bad to me and threw, threw me off my rocker a little bit was the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I didn't expect the Bengals to come out and just have the first half that they did. Uh, don't get me wrong. The Bengals did not play many of their starters throughout the preseason. And when you don't play a lot of your starters throughout the preseason, there is going to be mishaps in the first half of your first regular season game. But for Joe Burrow to throw four interceptions, what is that? Like that, that is just something that you just cannot have, especially being the defending AFC champions. And you got to credit the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. They really stepped up. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick, he was making plays left and right for the Steelers. And TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, all the, all their big playmakers stepped up and uh, really made the Bengals just look like a shell of themselves. Made them look like the 2019 Cincinnati Bengals, to be honest. Listen, man, nothing you said was inaccurate. It was pretty bang on because they really did. They did They did a number on me, especially with freaking Joe Burrow, just just not himself. But you know what? It's week one. It's a long season. Things are going to go up and down for a lot of teams. I'm hoping it doesn't happen to the Bills, uh, but we'll keep it that way. Uh, Jacques, talk to me, man. Good, bad. What stood up for you? So, what do you got? So the good that surprised me, and I'm going to go opposite, is the Steelers. I mean – so the lose Ben Roethlisberger, and you thinking you're gonna count this team out defensively? They're they're still the same. They've been the same since the damn '90s. So for them to come in and take care of business against the Cincinnati Bengals was amazing. And I'm like you, Rico. I got Joe Burrow on my fantasy team, right. and he killed me. He killed me. Four interceptions. We can't do that. But like you said, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, T.J. Watt doing T.J. Watt things, uh, Hayward doing Hayward things. I mean, defensively they did their thing, and I think the Bengals. Didn't really take them serious. And, and, and in their mind, we Super Bowl. We went to the Super Bowl. We won the AFC Championship last year. Still can't underestimate. I know it's week one. Can't overreact. But that's, a, that's an AFC opponent, man. That's a divisional opponent that you can't True. lose to. Especially if you're going to be the top tier and in, 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 in doing your thing with the, the heavyweights like y'all and the Chiefs. So, for me, the Steelers, man, it's the good. I like it. So, what's the bad? The Colts in our division in in the AFC South the AFC, uh-huh. the, the the every year the media tells them and they deem them the crown of the AFC champions they're gonna win the division they're gonna win the division and each year the Titans prove them wrong well first of all they went and got Matt Ryan I think this is the fifth quarterback they done got him what four or five years all right you thinking you're gonna get something out of Matt Ryan like he had the Super Bowl year no the receivers that they got they got Michael Pittman Jr. their offense is Jonathan Taylor so if you guys do play them this year. Stop Jonathan Taylor, you stop the offense, right? Defensively, uh, they're, they're still the same defense, but to let the Houston Texans, who are building, but they're not good, to let them hang around and do what they did. Matter of fact, I think Houston had a 20-3 to three lead over them, and they kind of let did. them hang in there. Yep, 20-3. to three. So, so that's the bad. So Are we are we underestimating the tight, the, the Texans? Maybe. Are, are, they, are, we, are they actually good, or was just, just – was that just a lucky performance for them and just the Colts just didn't come out to play? You can't never underestimate them. They like a car, man. They don't die. They beat us last year. <laughs> they don't die. They'll survive. <laughs> They'll survive. So, no, you can't okay. underestimate them. You can't underestimate them. You ain't lying, man. 
Yeah. Listen, Hawk, talk to me, man. What what is it that that stood out to you, man? Get one good game that was like, okay, I see y'all, and then one where you're like, man. Yeah. Well, think about having a receiver at 184 yards receiving, right? Mm. 20 yards a catch, right? Like, golly, who is this guy, right? Who had him on fantasy football? Justin Jefferson, right? Unreal. Justin Jefferson in the Minnesota Vikings. I was really shocked, you know, and I ended up watching the game. I was really shocked on how Green Bay's defense looked. It was it was putrid. It was awful. I was like, is that Kirk Cousins or is that Joe Montana? I, I was just shocked, you know, of how well Minnesota played on offense. Then, you know, Dalvin Cook, you know, he wears number four now, changed his number. Uh, he did really well as well, too. You know, I was really shocked of how how much they – because Green Bay, statistically, has had a good defense over the last several years. Yep. But I'm telling you, they looked really good. Shout out to the Titan fans in the chat, by the way, too. I see y'all. Tighten up, by the way. Tighten up. Uh -huh. But uh, – and, and the Bills fans as well, too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we, we appreciate y'all being on here as well. But – uh, but I was really, really shocked of how well they played. And the fact that Green Bay did not have Jair Alexander on Justin Jefferson. I was shocked. I was like, what are you doing? And Justin Jefferson was moving all over the field. So it wasn't like he was at, you know, at, at one place at the left side of the field right. the whole game, right. right? He was moving around. So for some reason, I'm not sure why that happened. But Jeff, Justin Jefferson was doing the gritty, like every other play. He's just doing this the whole time. Just, <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I see you, Justin. I see you, bro. I see you. So, yeah, man. Tighten up, man. Tighten up. Tighten up, man. Well, listen, I, I'm going to sit here, man. I'm not going to lie, man. Philly looked absolutely freaking solid, right? It, they, they started off slow. Don't get me wrong. They started off slow. But, like, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, the defense is a little – they're, they're ready to they're ready to rock out right now. Defense is looking good. Philly might be surprising some teams in the NFC East. man. The NFC altogether, Philly is going to be coming up on you guys. And I'll tell you, man, that defensive front with Fletcher Cox and that big boy – uh, what is it, Jordan? Um, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. My goodness, that's yeah, a that's yeah. a problem. That is a big problem. Uh, and I, you hate to see it, but I'm gonna have to bring it up. And I love to see this team falter. It's the Dallas Cowboys. I'm looking like Stephen A. Smith right now. Y'all heard? Listen, man, Dallas Cowboys look absolutely trash. Dak Prescott, he's a top ten quarterback, but he looked freaking awful in that game he couldn't yep. get anything started zeke i don't know what's going on with zeke i don't know what's going on with freaking uh the offensive coordinator like mm -hmm. i like him he's a good coordinator but just couldn't put anything together my goodness and they get blown out absolutely no rhythm and now you're gonna put in freaking cooper cooper rush or ben denucci yo, <laughs> something's gotta give they better find somebody be the quarterback out there because right now Dallas Cowboys is looking and stop putting them on primetime TV. I'm sick yeah. and tired. Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree with that. Get primetime TV and they're bush league. Enough. I'd rather see. I'd rather see the Tennessee Titans up on freaking primetime <laughs> rather than the damn Dallas Cowboys. So that's the Dallas Cowboys, and we'll go from there. Now this is this is for me and Evan. Evan, how lovely was it to see Brian Dable? And I'm not putting salt over my two young my two cats on the bottom, but how good. Was it to see former Buffalo Bill OC get his first victory against the Titans yesterday? I thought that was freaking great. What are your thoughts on that, man? It's awesome. Obviously, me being from Western New York, Brian Dable is a Western New York native as well. Plus, he was, you know, the Bills offensive coordinator for, you know, three plus seasons. So it was outstanding to see him not only, you know, get his first win, but get his first win in the fashion that he did. I know you guys don't want to hear this, but just, just the balls, just to call that 
two-point conversion, you know, being down by one that late in the game, trusting your players, feeling the vibe of the room, really just being like, hey, I'm here for you guys. I'm here for the players. I trust my playmakers. I know what you guys can do on the field. I'm going to put the ball in my best playmaker's hands, and that is Saquon Barkley, and he did so. And I actually have a hot take. If the Giants keep up the pace that they're at, Saquon Barkley will be in the MVP discussion throughout the rest of the season. Because if you look at the Giants' schedule, I'm trying to remember the games offhand, but look at the Giants' first four games. They're all winnable. They can start 4-0. and They can easily make the playoffs in a weak NFC. It wouldn't be surprising if they make the playoffs. And guess who's going to be the guy getting them to the playoffs? Not Daniel Jones. It's going to be Mr. Tw- number 26 from Penn State, Saquon Barkley. And if we Uh-oh. see that Saquon Barkley that we saw on Sunday a few more times throughout the rest of the regular season, I, I'm just saying, like, it it can be <laughs> kind of like a 2012 reminiscent season of Adrian Peterson. Like, you know, coming off that injury, like, is, is, it, is, is it that bad to say? I don't know. Well, I, I have a moment to share. Uh, I mean, these, the Titans won't like it, but I'm, we're going to talk about that that game, and then we're going to get into the Bills wow. game. But I do, I do have something to to share uh, that is pretty cool. So I'm going to share my screen here. Uh, just a quick clip. I thought it was really, really cool to see former Bills coach get a little something. Check this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With a win. 21-20. Bullock's kick wide left. And the Giants get the win. Oh, congratulations. Look how pumped he is. Whoop, whoop. I was at the game. I know so. (laughs) You just rubbing it in, Rico. You just rubbing it in. You like it. I'm going to write that book. Can I say something about that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so the Giants, let's not get it twisted. Now, again, they beat us flat out. I don't have any excuses for that, right? We lose, we lose. I'm not going to sit there. We should have done this, blah, 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 or whatever, right? Let me give y'all one shout-out to Josh Allen. And Jacques knows where I'm going with this. Josh Allen played in the preseason. Patrick Mahomes played in the preseason. Our whole team didn't play in the preseason like our starters. They didn't. We had third stringers out there for the majority of the preseason. So, yes, they got one on us. Cool. I'll come. But we, this was our preseason game. So, you know, hey, Saquon ran wild. I was, I was really shocked because we have a great run defense. Not a good, a great run defense. But, you know, they, they caught us. They caught us lacking, as they say. And so I, like I don't think the Giants, their defense isn't really good. Uh, you know, I'd be shocked if they're 3-0 and and Saquon being an MVP candidate. I, I would I would grow hair if that happens. I literally would grow an afro right now. It's a hot take for a reason. It's a hot yeah, take. Yeah, I got a real hot take. It's a hot take for a reason. It's, 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 his mic is on fire right now, Evan. Your mic is just blazing. <laughs> so the comments. I'm not getting in love with it, but that's the point no, of the hot take. Quick, like, just stop it, Evan. But anyways, I had to I had to bring that up because I wanted to show Brian Dable love. Because, I mean, Dable's – he was loved by the players. They loved him. They, they had all the love for Brian Dable. And you can kind of see that he's putting some things together for these guys oh, out there in uh, in New Jersey. I ain't going to say New York, in New Jersey. But right. shout out to them, man. But we're going to get into that. Evan, I'm going to get you. I'm going to bring you in a little afterwards, Evan. Um, and we can talk about the uh, the around, the, excuse me, the uh, the five takeaways. Uh, I'm going to just talk, chat with my boys for a little bit. So, Evan, I'll catch you in a bit. Yes, so, sir, Evan. big game coming up. And I got to say, man, it's not the same. It's not the same because certain I would say like did you would you guys say you guys improved or 
you guys got worse. I, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on your your team right now as as compared to last year. Look at our Titan fans in, in the in the uh, shout out to the Titan shout fans. out to them Titan fans. See dog, what's Latoya P? What's good? What's up, man? Go ahead, Josh. <laughs> I'm Talk gonna to let me. You take that first. Go ahead, Hawk. So have we improved? Mm-hmm. No, we have not. No. Um, you know, we have we have a lot of rookies on the field. Okay. Uh-huh. And we would again, people don't realize who was the number one seed in the AFC last year. We were. Why why is that never talked about, right? We had a 12 and 5 season last year. We beat the Rams, the Chiefs. Oh, the Bills for the third time in a row, right? So, you know, right now, you know, when you look at uh, look at our roster, you know, we have a lot of newer players on our team. I think we're in the midst of being a playoff team but rebuilding at the same time, right? So, I think right now, you know, we we don't have AJ Brown. I mean, that's that's a huge loss for us. And, you know, we have mixed emotions about it, but I would say that, you know, he, he sort of talked himself out of town. But at the same time, you know, we need him. We need a player like an A.J. Brown, you know, saying to have a, a, a bona fide receiver that you can count on. OK, so I don't think we're as good as we were last year, but I still think we're a playoff team. You know, we wait. It's the first game of the season. People are going to panic. And I'm going to take Buffalo fans. I, I ordered some Buffalo wings uh, from Buffalo right here. And I'm eating with ranch dressing, by the way. So <laughs> I'm going to say this is good, by the way. Y'all see it, right? So anytime Rico say something that's far out, I'm going to take a bite of this chicken. So I'm sure by the end of the show, I will have nothing but a bone on here, man. But that's just my take on it. Bro. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> hey, 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 bro, you a fool. <laughs> you got some ranch on that. <laughs> yeah, some ranch. Not no blue cheese, man. We don't eat blue cheese in the South, man. Well, I got I got to agree. Yeah. I got to agree with, with my co-host, man. We didn't mm. get better. Now, I will say this. I'm more excited about our future. We do have a young man that's sitting on the bench that – we don't know when he's going to get to start, but his ceiling is you guys as quarterback. I call him Malik Willis, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. if you paid attention to what we did in the in the preseason, the kid is dynamic. So I think right now I'm on coast and I'm like, okay, I can kind of accept us doing what we did. I don't like the fact that we traded AJ Brown. I think we should have paid him. Of course, he's our number one receiver. Matter of fact, he might be the best receiver that's come through the t- uh, Tennessee period, right? So uh, just in that aspect, no. And then we have a problem with uh, play calling as well. We'll get into that in a minute. Yes. Like, but in, in that sense, no, nah, we didn't get better. I mean, but our future looks bright. Let me say that we got a lot of good, mature, young cats that you guys are going to see on Monday that you might not probably never heard of, especially if you're not in the South. A bunch of them from SEC. Just look out for our future, man. Our future is looking bright. But right now, nah, we didn't get better, man. I like it. I mean, I'm, and I like the honesty, and uh, and that's why we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about some things right now. And I'm glad that uh, you guys are here to to share this with me, right? And we got the rematch storylines, man. I mean, everyone, everyone, and their mama knows that game was tight right to the end. Last game, it was where pins and needles is make the stop and you win. We we cross that goal line and it's ours, and we win that game. We're not talking about the Titans being the number one seed. We're talking about the Bills being number one seed. Just saying. Now, is there something on the Bills where, I mean, obviously Josh Allen worries you, um, but like if you want to 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 talk about certain things that worry you, looking at this year's Bills, because we've definitely improved. And I asked that question to see if you guys feel confident in your team. And right now, confidence. I'm not saying that you guys have lacked confidence, but. It's not as strong as it was last year because y'all were bumping guns, man. I, I'm surprised your guns weren't bleeding how much you were bumping them. <laughs> and we were right. and we were right on every every point every we made. Point. We were correct yep. on every 
Every single point we made, we were correct on every point last year. Anyway, so <laughs> as we get into this year, because it's a what have you done for me lately? And right now, lately, y'all just lost to the damn Giants, right? And we just beat the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl freaking champs in the Rams. So looking at our Bills team, and I don't know how versed you are with, with what you know about them, what scares you this year? All right, is this a, does this feel like a different team to you guys that you guys are going to be facing soon? You will take it. I'll take it. Yes, I will it. say that. Yes, I and, and and let me say this: if you guys slip off, it's weird. But yes, you guys have improved. You guys have improved on the defensive line, right? You got Von Miller, mm -hmm. which was a great pickup. Uh, you got Greg, of course, Greg, the, the rookie from last year, Greg Russo from Miami. Yeah, you know I mean, you got Daquan Jones, who's an ex-Titan. We know, yep. we know Daquan. Trust me, we know mm -hmm. him. You guys got some hog mollies in the in the middle that it puts some pressure on our offensive line. Offensive line, and you guys took Roger Saffold. So I was about to say, Saffold. don't Roger Saffold. We took question yeah, yeah, and Quincy Bear. Yeah, so y'all almost like, hey, Buffalo Fanatics and Bills, you need the guys need to thank us. We've been giving you some talent over there, right? So I feel like you guys have upgraded in the trenches, and that's how you win and progress to ultimately a Super Absolutely. Bowl, right? Yep. And so, with that being said, what fears me is our edge. We have our rookie right tackle, Nicholas Petit Ferrer, that we starting on Monday. And he has Pretty to see Von Miller. Yeah, he has uh -huh. to see, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He, 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 hey. has, he has to see Von Miller, right? He didn't really see yeah. too much pressure or really from the Giants. I mean, the Giants, I think, only had one sack. And I think that was at, what, garbage time? Or, or you know what I mean? So what that says is your defense has gotten better. On the offensive side of the ball, we know Gabriel Davis, man. He, he's, he's starting to become that second option that is really – Giving Stefan uh, Stefan Diggs that 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 relief that he needs. Now you got a, a catch for Gabriel Davis. So come on, and mm -hmm. then you got the, the the running game that you guys talked about earlier, right? It's not Shaquan Barkley, but I feel like you guys have improved with the run game and how you did. Now you did have turnovers with Cook. Now I know he's a rookie, but he did yep. fumble the ball. But you guys have improved, and it's a different team that we're going to see Monday versus what we seen like last year. And like you said, last year we were bumping, we were we were smacking, and we can back it up, but. This year we we know what we got, so that's me. What it's about you? Yeah. Well, Jacques, I mean, I I think for the most part, you know, the players you you spoke on is pretty much on point. Um, you know, I I was gonna bring up those guys as well. You know, Gabriel Davis, and of course, Von Miller. Because see, to me, honestly, and we talked about it on the show last year. Two things: you guys can't run the ball, and we and it's been the, the last three years. That's the reason we won because you can't run. And secondly, pass rush was not there at all. Now you yeah, do have number 40 on the field. Yeah, number 40 is on the field. So that, that's, a, that's a different dynamic. Um, but I'm going to tell you this too, man. I, I've been kind of interested in your corners, your young corners. They played pretty well last week, man. And, you know, I know Tredavious White is not out there right now. I know he's still out. Um, but the young guys, you know, really stepped up uh, versus the Rams. Uh, the Rams really, you know, had a really good first half. And in the second mm -hmm. half, they got shut down. The Buffalo corners in. So, you know, the argument has always been who has the best duo of safeties, right, between us and the Bills, okay? And that, that is a great argument. It really is. But, you know, again, you guys still have the same team, but you guys have had Gabriel Davis to improve. You got younger corners that are getting better, and you got Von Miller. So I think that's the difference. And on the flip side of it, y'all got our offensive guard, Roger Saffold. Derrick Henry wasn't running 200 yards in games and things like that without having Saffold out there, right? Mm -hmm. Saffold came from us, right? He held Aaron Donald down. He was he was doing Aaron Donald like this. I'm like, damn, Sappho. So there are some differences this year than in, in years past, but you guys still can be beat. 
Oh, yes. For sure. Oh, Listen, yes. We don't get into that, too. I hope y'all don't think y'all going 17 and 0. I hope y'all don't think that. But in, well, in Buffalo, mind y'all think y'all probably are. Listen, Hit that I, like button, folks. I listen, like first of all, listen to what these folks are saying right now. Y'all need to hit that like button real quick. I mean, I wanted to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to disturb what you guys were saying because everything you guys were saying was on point. So you don't need to pick up a piece of that chicken and take a bite of that ranch because everything was said was perfectly was on point. Um, and I'm gonna jump in a little bit on talking about the additions that we've added added to this team to combat teams like yours because if you see the way we built this team this year was through the trenches right we lacked it we lacked it both in the pass rush and we lacked it both on pushing the trench a little bit in the run game not until late in the season now let's add let's let's go back to the additions Daquan Jones what an addition he's been and I'll tell you right now everybody's talking about Tim Settle being a very key piece and he is a key piece but Daquan Jones is solid he was solid for y'all Yep. And now we saw what he was able to do to neutralize the interior of the line. So we brought him on and he's, he is, he's ex he's stout, solid. Roger Saffold brings veteran leadership. That's the thing that is key veteran leadership. Everybody calm down. I I've seen this before. And this is what, what's lovely about having guys that are in the league a long time. They see formations, they see tendencies and they see the, Hey, by the way, this is what I see. So you got him and Mitch Morris putting those two minds together with some young guys on the squad. Lovely to see. Now, uh, what concerns me about your team is Derrick Henry. And he was still able to bust some, some decent gains against the Giants. And the Giants have a decent defense. Nothing like the Bills, but they have a decent defense. So it's still going to be a problem to try to neutralize Derrick Henry. There's no question about it. Now, is Derrick Henry the same RB that he once was? That broken foot or the bones, the bones that he cracked in his foot, I'm sure it's healthy, but is he now the same player? You always wonder about that. But he looked good to me last game. So it's always going to be that. But you guys have a receiver over there, Phillips, that's getting some, some love. And not that it's going to it, – it challenges us at all because, I mean, we just went up against Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson, and Allen Robinson was non-existent, right? And people thought that Allen Robinson was going to light us up because we we're going to bracket over on Cooper Cup and so on and so forth. And that wasn't the case. We do have young corners in Kyir Elam and Christian Benford that did have some time to play. And then – to button things up, we have Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde on the back end, just like you guys have Bayard. Bayard is a baller, right? But the two guys, and it's always going to be about the trenches because we're going to be challenged. Simmons, problem. And you guys have what this, this swing. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Main character, I think his name is Weaver, excuse me. Oh yeah, we've we've come. So I see what you guys do. You guys, you guys have, although you guys have lost some players, but you guys still fortified your line where you guys are still can be problematic. You guys should have won that game, should have. But you mean you let it slip between your fingers? You let it slip between your fingers. Still great coaching. Vrabel, I'm always gonna respect Vrabel. Vrabel is an excellent coach. However, your offensive coordinator, boy, oh boy, I was watching that. I was watching that game, and I was like, why did he do that? Why they do that? But at the end of the day, wow. last drive, he still had your quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, march your team up 
and give yourselves a chance to win. He still gave him that shot. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should have won that one. But the OC, I, I was looking at the polls. I was looking at what, how are Titans fans feeling about this game and how they lost? 78% of the polls said it was the OC's fault. Yes. Do you, guys, do you agree? Facts, no paper. Go ahead. You know how I feel about that. Go ahead, Hulk. Go ahead, Jacques. That's you, bro. You so know, I think hey, that's I, your I, boy I, right there. Let, 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 let me say this. We got a running joke on our show. <laughs> and Hawk does this. It, I, it was last year. Let me say this. Me, real quick story. Last year, you know, Tannehill had a, a problem with throwing interceptions, right? But the year prior to that, he was pretty decent. Okay? That's the year we kind of smacked up on y'all in, in, in the Josh Norman debacle, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's still in space right now. Yeah, he's still going. So, still so when, we hired, when we hired Todd down, and he, he was a Raiders guy, right? He got fired from the so you thinking, okay, give him some time. I'll start seeing trends. I start seeing things. The offense, everything is just it's cookie cutter. It's no no creative plays. He tried to get cute Sunday, as they say, right, doing the end around the chick, right. and it was third and one. Um, and, and I, I'm a Titan season ticket holder, guys. And if I'm at the game and Titans fans can call out the plays of what we're going to do, you're we, if we're we're calling it, you're predictable. Just imagine a, a trained, well smart. NFL defensive lineman or defensive player can see mm -hmm. that. And the Giants did a pretty good job. You could tell they did film study. They said, oh, no, their tendencies do this. I blame that on our OC. But there's a caveat to this, right? Mm -hmm. We brought in Tim Kelly. So I don't know if anybody knows who Tim Kelly is. He was the OC for the Houston last year. He was the one that kind of helped develop Deshaun Watson and everything like that. He had David Mills looking pretty decent last year, right? He's sitting on the bench. Todd down and got a couple of more games. Ship him out, boom. Tim Kelly was what he – Tim Kelly is originally who uh, Vrabel wanted, but Houston blocked him from getting him. So Vrabel said, let me settle with this guy. But, no, nah, man, I've, I've been I've been whining about Todd Downing since last year, and I know some of my fans gave me fits a little bit about it. But, hey, it's the OC. He got to go, man. I'm sorry. What about you, all? No, I agree. I I, I, totally, I totally agree, man. Uh, you know, Personnel was a problem. We had guys, we had Derrick Henry on the field, 31, and you don't run them, right? That's that's idiotic, right? You run a, a, a tight end screen to a guy that's a third offensive tackle, right? He wears 87, but he should be wearing 77. Mm. And he was short of the first down. So those things don't really don't really pan out. But again, this was a preseason game for us, in my opinion. You know, I it, that's just how I, I feel like, you know, we we just kind of trying to, you know, get our feet wet and things, and we did that. Yes, we lost by one, but We'll be more ready for Buffalo than what people think. I see comments of 40 to nothing, 45 to 14. They do this all the time. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, you guys do this all the time. I, I, I'm, we'll I'm about ready. to say this. Bills fans, Buffalo Fanatics fans, just be careful. Calm down. Be, be, look, I'm, look. I'm dead serious because it's the same concept when y'all played the Jags last year. That was an embarrassing mm. loss, right? It was definitely. Be, you guys should. I will say that. You guys should beat us 40-something to 10. But every time we play y'all, you you guys know you get comfortable, you get physical, and, and I see uh what's his name space uh, uh what is it eighty three sixty nine yeah sixty nine <laughs> zero that's cute that's cute hey, hey just just be 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 prepared just, that's all I gotta say we were we were the one seed in the AFC last year folks with we, with, we with, with us me with with me Hawk and Rico playing yep. <laughs> yeah yeah think about this let, let me say this though let me say this though but, uh, this I'll year this and this, there's, there's a reason that Bills fans feel confident. And when, and it's, it's, it's crazy because, I mean, you look at Vegas, Vegas is like, oh, the Bills are going to go 17 and 0 because it's just looking at the matchups, it's not. But we're playing the Tennessee Titans early. That's number one, right? 
we're playing them early. So the wounds are so, somewhat mm. still fresh. You know what I'm saying? So there's that behind this game. We know the history the last few years. We yeah. know. We know especially more specifically last year how we lost off of a slip. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, a stout defensive front. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Josh Allen being Simmons said, no, sir. Listen, Josh Allen being 6'5", 240, he doesn't easily go down, actually, ever. You know what I'm saying? You see what he does to people. He puts you in the dirt. Kind of like what my man did to, you know what I'm saying, my, my DB a couple years back. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're going into a new season. Now, you mentioned <laughs> your your right tackle. Who'd you say his name was? Uh, uh, Nicholas Petit-Ferrer. Do, you know you know do you know what Petit-Ferrer, I'm going to say it in 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 the in the English in, way. In you know what means? You, you're ahead. You know what that means? It means little brother. Uh -oh. I'm going to tell you something, man. We're going to make the damn Titans our little <laughs> brother. Because Nicholas Petit-Ferrer is going to be leading the way. He'll be leading the way. You know what I'm saying? So you guys can go down with your ship. Because we're not playing games this year, man. Nicholas Percy Flair is going to allow, he's going to rub off everybody else. Because Vaughn Miller, Greg Rousseau, this defensive front is the defensive front we've always wanted the last two years. We've been trying to build that to something we wanted. I think we officially found the nucleus that is best for this team. And we're so damn deep, we're sitting guys like Shaq Lawson, right? Shaq Lawson can be playing on another team right now. I mean, he has been. He's been all over the place as a starting He hasn't piece, done nothing. He as hasn't a starting done piece, but we're so deep that we can sit him. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm very interested to see how that's going to work. Our defensive front versus your your offensive front. Mm -hmm. Now, secondly, gentlemen, let's talk about Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I'm going to tell you, I don't know if you guys know this, but Josh Allen is on some demon time right now. He, I don't know what's going on with this man. He is on another level right now. All right? Stefan Diggs, third year with the Bills, is on another level. I, I'm trying to think back. Bayard isn't a dog. Bayard is a dog. There's no question about it. Your corners. I'm trying to think of who your who your corners are. That's going to be having the tough task of dealing with Diggs, Davis. You're saying Crawford that people are sleeping on, and we didn't even get Dawson Knox going. And I know you guys respect Dawson Knox because you know what I mean he's from yeah. he's, he from went to Nashville. Nashville. he's from Nashville. Yep, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So I I feel that this is going to be is one of those games where it's a revenge tour. I'm I'm sorry, but. We're, we're taking names. You know what I'm saying? We have a list, and the Titans is number one on that list right now. And then we're moving on to the damn Dolphins. But before we move to the Dolphins, although you guys are give us a fight in the first two, you mean maybe first quarter, then we turn it on because we're just on a – and it's nothing to do with y'all. It's more to do with what this team has. Thirdly, you're not happy with what your offensive coordinator is doing. The Bills went up against arguably one of the best offensive minds in the game in Sean McVay, and we neutralized him. I mean, I don't have a dog, but when they when you neuter a dog, do you guys have any dogs? No, no. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Dog, by the way, are you do when you neuter when you neuter a dog? Is that you just, you just snipping? The, is that what it is? Well, well, look, look, look at it. I mean, it is, but I mean, <laughs> in our oh. comments, they say it sound like last year. I told it. All I'm saying is, go ahead. We, a, we 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 pretty much neutralized. You know, say Sean McVay, and we didn't allow him to really get going. So Todd Dowding. To going up against a seasoned defensive mind in Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott with a revamped defense, it's going to be a long day for the offense, man. Obviously, we know what we have to do. And being honest, I'm telling jokes aside, we got to we got to make sure that King Henry is we manage him because you, you see how I said manage because you can't really stop that man. You manage him. You know what I'm saying? If we manage him, then we'll be we'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. I'm not sleeping on Vrabel, but your offensive line, 
shaky. It's not the same as it was last year. Your offensive coordinator is, is shaky, and you're going up against a very red-hot team. Now, if you guys come out and you guys handle the Bills, I'll be shocked. <laughs> but I think we I think we got this. Re- I think we got this. It's, it's, it's revenge, man. And revenge, we got to serve that dish real cold. Got you. Rico, stop. Stop. Yes, talk to me. <laughs> stop. Red hot. We've played one game. One game. That's true. One. Now, Josh Allen, yes, we know how good he is. Mm-hmm. Jock knows when, when you all draft him, like, that's a hell of a pickup right there. Like, Josh yep. Allen is the real deal. I, I, I agree. But, you know, is Josh Allen going to be Josh Allen or is he going to be running back quarterback Josh Allen, right? Just like this last game. He was running a lot. Again, the offense looks mm-hmm. the exact same as you all have had all these years, right? Again, the defense is a little bit different. I agree with that. But to beat the Titans, you got to have the threat of the run. And over the last two years, all I kept hearing from the show is, you got to watch for the motor. Choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Choo-choo-choo. <laughs> what motor? <laughs> the, the little engine that could, that's what Devin Singletary means. Just like you talk about Petit Ferrer, right? De- Devin, in Spanish, means the little engine that could, okay? Yes, so, my man. <laughs> So Josh Allen again had 10 carries, you know. So, you know, it's like you you depend so much on him. And mm-hmm. I think that's what hurts Buffalo. Y'all put the whole world on Josh Allen. Yep. And he I has agree. one bad game. You're yeah. done. You're mm. done. So, mm. you know, I would again, I would expect him to, you know, try to do the same thing against us. You know, 98's hungry. If you want to run on Jeffrey Simmons, I dare you, right? Bud Dupree's on the other side. Our defensive front is okay. And I'm not worried about the run game. Now, Josh front. Allen will run, but you know, I don't – it's not so much I'm scared of your offense at all because I'm not, actually. I'm not. I just think that you all will have some, you know, great opportunities on defense. But, you know, you, it's been the same story every year. All the Titan fans in the in the, in the comment section, the same story for three years in a row. Yeah. And we come out as the victor. So, what's being hot? We've played one game. Mm. I like it. I like – and, and, I, and, and some, of, some of the chat right now is saying, keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? I, Kirk, we have, we have, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And the little engine that could, we're gonna find out which storyline holds. <laughs> we're definitely gonna find that out. But oh, yeah. you know what I mean? You guys have been always a great sport when you guys come on. I love yeah, when you guys absolutely. come on, it's always great conversation. I know you guys have another show to yep. go hit up. Uh, yes, so I hate doing this, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna twofold, I'm gonna ask you guys where, where you feel the, the, this game is gonna go. Is this gonna be like a high scoring game where it's a blowout? Is it gonna be a tight game? And I want a score prediction. And it's tough. I hate score predictions myself. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. But for the for the sake of the preview, it's early in the week. You don't know if anything's happened. I need a score prediction, fellas. Give me something, man. Oh, what boy, do you uh, think? I hate score predictions. I'm with you on that. I know. But, I but I'm, I'm gonna be a good sport. I'm gonna be a good sport. All right, let's talk. Let's do I it. don't think. Let me say this. The Titans, you're not going to blow out the Titans like everybody think they're going to get blown out. Each right. the, the losses, I think the worst loss we had last year was against, what, Houston, and, and that was a horrible just interception confetti fest, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like we play out tough. We're physical. Remember, we're physical. Y'all took some of our physicality, right? It's going to be a physical game, but I, I honestly think it's hard to win in Buffalo, and the last time we went to Buffalo, Nick Williams dropped the ball. And I, y'all probably remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Do him, mm-hmm. he got fired the next day. Um, but I don't think y'all, I, I, it's not going to be easy as y'all think it's going to be, specifically on the defensive side of the ball for us. Yeah, we have our corners. Yeah, 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 whatever. The defensive line was eating early, okay? They were eating early and often. And you still got to c- account for Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, y'all seen Aaron Donald. 
But Saffold has seen, and I get it, in both of them, but Jeffrey Simmons is a wild man. And it's like you said, Josh is red hot. The big, yep. the big Jeff machines is red hot. So you don't discount him, Bud Dupree, uh, uh, Danny. Don't discount. And then I, I ain't going to say secret weapon, but y'all got to account for Cal Phillips. Look out for him. The kid is, is smooth. He's real smooth. But my record predictions, man, I'm going to say the Bills going to take it 27-21. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Y'all get a touchdown over it. Y'all get y'all revenge, and then we'll see y'all in the playoffs. But go ahead, go ahead. 27-21. So we're gonna put we're we're gonna we're only gonna put six more points than Daniel Jones and the yeah. Giants. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, hey, yeah. talk to me, baby. Talk to me, Hawk. Okay, all right. So I'm I gotta stick true to the ski our season schedule show that we had. Okay, right. um, mm-hmm. our prediction that we had, and not say I can't change because I can change it if I want to, right? I could, I could change it. It's not a law it's, it's, to change it's, my it's, opinion, right? In the words of Stephen A., it's fluid. Right, it's fluid. exactly, exactly. Right. So, you know, right now, you know, with Buffalo, you know, offensively, again, I don't see much changing. I really don't. I know Gabriel Davis has stepped up. Josh yeah. Allen's there, whatever. Yeah. I think we're used to we're used to Buffalo. It's almost like I wish we were in the same division because it's fun right. playing Buffalo. It really is, man. I want to jump on the table if the Titans win, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> I, but I don't want to hurt myself either. But, um, you know, I just think overall it's not going to be this blowout that it, folks are trying to say that it's going to be. Uh, you know, the, the Titans still have a stout defense. We really do. You know what I'm saying? We didn't allow a lot of passing yards, by the way. We had one big play that happened. It was a bomb. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think getting still, you know, our defense is still there. And we still have some of the same components on our defense. You can throw it in the middle if you want, because Josh Allen, Josh Allen can throw picks now. Let's not act like he don't throw interceptions. He had two last week, right? Don't act like – let's not act like he can't do that because he can. And so mm-hmm. he's due a pick or two. But I just think, you know, I'm just going to be honest, I, I think the Bills might edge us out on this game. I'm, I'm, I'm not a person that's going to say the Titans win every single game, right? right? There are games that we can lose. And I think it'll be a very close game, like maybe – Maybe twenty-eight to twenty-seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> Is that crazy? Give me that close. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah my man, man Truth to Hearts comes in with a super chat. Says, "Hey Rico, ask them. Did Josh get any better since last year? Last year's meeting. Plus, McDermott is two and two against the Titans. So, what's this last three years keep saying? They're trying to let you know we're two and two. <laughs> it's five hundred. You know, what I'm saying yeah. we're about to settle this. Settle this real quick. But the the real question is, have you seen an improvement? In Josh Allenson last year. I mean, I know it's been only one game, but the last time, and then, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go in depth with this. The last time we faced y'all, right? Yeah. Until mm-hmm. you saw him mature and progress all year round until they hit the playoffs in the week one. So, have you guys seen the same Josh? He's just a beast. Has he gotten better? He's still the same. How y'all feel about him so far? Well, I don't think he's gotten much any better. I think okay. what's happened is Gabriel Davis has woke up. Dawson Ooh. Knox has woke up. Those guys are trying to understand the offense and okay. i think that's what's happened josh allen's been the same guy since last year now prior to that yes he, mm-hmm. he, he i've seen him improve but i think he's, he's like still you know i think he's still that same guy but people have just woke up and okay. so you know i think if it's one thing he's improved on in my opinion he's a little more cocky and i kind of like that too like he'll mm-hmm. run over people and, and and talk trash i see that more from his game that means he's getting more comfortable but right. i think he's the same you know, so this man's dressing on these buffalo wings are good, by the way. So <laughs> screw blue cheese, man. Screw blue cheese. Man. So I'm a, I'm a, go ahead, go ahead, Rico. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So no, I I, I got to mimic that. He's the same, and, and Hawk know how I feel about Josh Allen when he was coming out of college, and I've seen him improve. Like he had to grow on me. I'm not gonna lie. At first, I wouldn't. I'm what I probably felt like how y'all felt. Like okay, y'all not using him right. Let him do him. Let him be him. Let him be him. 
and I see him being him a little bit comfortable. You can tell he's what? Is his fourth, fifth year? Fifth, fifth year in the league. Fifth, fifth year. year. Yeah. He looks like a fifth year quarterback that, that's gotten it and he's and he's and he's getting it. And like Hawk said, everybody else is woke up around him. Yeah, y'all, y'all need a I to, to me, I think y'all need a run game to take some of the pressure off of him running. And when that happens, you're good. So I think it's he's the same, Josh Allen. Uh, he's good, he's cold, and, and he's doing his thing, man. So yeah. I like it. I'll tell you this though. Um, I like I like the fact that you guys say like he he it's a cocky Josh Allen. Um and yeah. there's definitely confidence. There's definitely a confidence in him because I mean, if you can sit here and pinpoint, and there's there's a there's a clip that's going on around actually a story that's going on that um he made an audible. He was like, Hey, after after play call, here's what's happening. Where's 99? 99's not there, 99's on the field. Check this out. Diggs hit Jalen Ramsey and just go deep. I got you. So he's like, I'll buy time. My man made an audible play right on the spot, rolls out and his digs on a 50 yard, 50 yard bomb, right? So there is confidence in him. And you, there's, there's, I, I pity the fool that tries to get in the way of his confidence. And if you guys can slow him down, in a way, kudos to y'all. But my, my man is like, he's that engine that doesn't stop. You, I don't care. It's minus 40 degrees. That dude is still rolling. And that's, that's the type of player Josh Allen is. So I like that. Uh, for me, I think you guys are doing this offensive disservice by saying that they only score in the twenties, right? Um, I I feel that we do put, we do hang 30 points on y'all. And it's going to be something like 35, 38 ish. Um, You guys will put some points on some in the end. I respect Tannehill. Tannehill is one of those guys that you, you don't want to respect him, but at the end of the game, he gives you, he gives your team an opportunity Mm. always somehow finds a way to keep the team relevant. I just don't think it's going to be tomorrow. I think tomorrow we're going to expose, I mean, like this this coming up game, I think we're going to expose a, a little bit more of Tannehill, and I think this is going to be one of those Bills rolls to 2-0, Titans, what's going on with Titans, OC, what are we going to do with that offensive coordinator? And it's not going to be our problem because we're moving on to the Dolphins. But anyway, love everything about you guys. I'm going to let y'all be because I know you guys are heading to the other show. Yep. We appreciate you always. Drop where people can find you right now so they know what's yes. good with you. Yes, you all can check us out. We appreciate your time, Rico, man. Hey, dude, we love being on the show, man. Rico, you, man. hey, you're one of the great okay. dudes on here on YouTube, man. Hey, if you have not subscribed to his channel, shame on you. Do it now. Hit yep. the Hit like that. button and everything. But for us, you can also subscribe to our channel, Tennessee Titans Weekly. Uh, we're also on uh, Instagram as well at Tennessee Titans Weekly. And we're on TikTok at Tennessee Titans Weekly. And I'm rocking Eddie George because of the Music City Miracle, by the way. So for those that have been fans long enough should know how that hurts. But, hey, that's where we are, man. Well, hey. I, I, there's, there's a song that I love. There's two songs that I love. Um, there's the, the Tennessee Whiskey song. That is a, that's a banger. But there's not going to be any Tennessee Whiskey playing uh, <laughs> next show. It's going to be, the Bills make me want it. You guys are going to hear that all <laughs> man. Day long, and you got you guys are gonna have no. You guys are just gonna have to bounce. Gonna bounce. Even if you're losing, you're gonna have to bounce to that. But we appreciate y'all, man. Yo, kill that show that you guys are gonna do right now. Tell my man shakes and say what's up, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hey, salute, okay, Rico. Thank yes, you, bro. Thank you, Rico. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Tennessee Titans Weekly. Those are my guys. Uh, we've uh, we've built a, a nice friendship, a nice uh, a nice friendship over the years, man. Uh, always energetic they're always bringing it's always entertaining and love every bit of it i hope you guys enjoyed that and if you guys did enjoy that smash that like and go give these guys a follow man tennessee titans weekly podcast is easy they're on twitter they're on instagram and they're also on youtube hit them up good good dudes finally let's get to our chatter let me let me hit this uh 
Yeah, super chat real quick from my man PVC says, yo, yo, these dudes knows he's just, <laughs> hold on, yo, these dudes know uh, he just lost our old OC with a QB, not even on the same radar as ours, right? Listen, man, they're going to learn. They're going to learn, man. I mean, there's a there's a running joke that me and my boy uh, deceased at this, a deceased boy of mine back in the day. Um, and we used to joke and uh, he was a, a ball boy for that at the time, the Renegades. Uh, CFL team and one of the linebackers on there was like coach you gotta learn them coach you gotta learn them well they're gonna learn today they're gonna learn today we're gonna learn them you know what I mean they're gonna learn what it is that we've been we've been harboring the last you know what I'm saying several you know I mean several years that we've been going back and forth with these guys finally we gotta put it to bed and really give it to them we need to give it to them lay the freaking lumber on these titans man but it, it not only just for for the fact that we can just beat the titans because we can right but well, it, it sets, it continues to set the tone. It continues to set the tone for not only the AFC, but it sets the freaking tone for the rest of the league. Take down the freaking Rams, and then we take down the Titans. Like, like I said, folks, the first seven games is a gauntlet. The, we face the Steelers. We face the Chiefs. We face Green Bay. Um, dude, we face the Ravens. This, the Dolphins, for crying out loud. This is going to be a very tough game tough seven games and we have an opportunity to come out on top one freaking game at a time and we did it right up against the rams some people want to talk about the rams huh? oh they all the excuses you can make i don't give a damn you know what i'm saying we came in we knocked their shit around and we left we left la la land you know what i'm saying we took a pick i did you know what i'm saying we took a pick where we need to like all the popular spots of the hollywood sign and we out of here we out we back to buffalo you know what i'm saying but anyway that's neither here nor there. Uh, I want to bring my guy Evan on. Ev, come on, on, because we're gonna talk about some things. We gotta talk about some things. Talk about how'd you how'd you enjoy that, Ev? This is the first time you ever met these guys. You know, yeah, that was the first time I ever met those uh, you know, fine gentlemen. And you know, they gave some good insight on the Titans. It was entertaining. Um, I like the fact about how he was saying the little motor that couldn't, you know, with the little engine that couldn't with Devin Singletary. Um, I, you know, I had my I had my screen off in the back, dude. I was just I was about to roll on the floor. I was like, that that was hilarious. That was some that was good. That was a little good that banter. Good, I, like I had that. to them with the pretty fair because they, they were like, What pretty fair? I was like, Yeah, no, that's 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 little brother. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make you our little brother this coming. So he had to clap back. And he did. He did a good clap back. I got to give it to him. So, uh, Ev, this is where I want you to I want you to come in because uh, this show was about five takeaways. I don't, I don't want to harp too much on last game, uh, but this is the beginning of the week. And the next time that I'm going to see you guys is going to be on Friday where we do a preview uh, for the Monday Nighter. So that being said, let's talk about the five, five takeaways that you took away from this past game against the LA Rams. Uh, I'll start with this one. This one was, was puzzling to me, but I'm so glad uh, that this was, uh, this was evident. If you go back and watch the game, folks, just take a look, take a stroll back to watch this game. Spencer Brown had an absolutely great game. Spencer Brown was physical. Spencer Brown was, was in the run game, mauling people. He was got, he had a good pass pro like, he had a great game. And the reason I bring him, I, I take this away, is that he's in his second year. He's in his second year, man. So, And this is the first game, and he's already looking pretty solid. And we didn't really see much of him in the offseason. He's been always, he was A, hurt on an undisclosed injury. We don't know. We still don't know what the heck it was. Uh, B, he was always playing with the second team. So we're thinking, my goodness, Questenberry just took his damn job. And here we have it. He starts. 
in LA versus the Rams and did a very good job. So I got to give shout out to my man, Spencer Brown. A takeaway for me was Spencer Brown's ability to, you know what I'm saying? Like muster up man in there and protect number 17. So shout out to my man, Spencer Brown. That's my one takeaway on this, uh, on this takeaway Tuesday. Talk to me, Evan. What was the takeaway that you had? What was the second takeaway that you said stood out to you? Yeah, so the second takeaway, but my biggest takeaway from this game was how we utilized Reggie Gilliam in the running game. Uh, I, I think it was very Kyle Shanahan-esque. Uh, I just yeah. love the way we were motioning uh, Reggie Gilliam in the formations. We weren't just utilizing him like the old-style fullback where he's just going to go out there, chip block, run out to the flat, you know, one, run a wheel route, whatever. Like, we were using Reggie Gilliam upfield and using his athlete, athleticism to our advantage. And that's kind of what you see with uh, Kyle Juszczyk in San Francisco. And you know how dynamic uh, the Kyle Shanahan running system is. You just you just know how dynamic it is. They can take almost any running back and make them look like an RB1. And I'm not saying Terry Moss, Cook aren't good running backs. They're great running backs, matter of fact. But when you implement this type of running system already into the system of what we already have with Josh Allen and stuff – Man, this can be dangerous. You got the Josh Allen passing attack and the Kyle Shanahan esque running system. That's only going to make Josh Allen's life easier. And I'm they were they were mentioning, uh, you know, the Titans guys, how it's all up to Josh Allen. You know, if Josh Allen's not having a good day, the Bills aren't going to have a good day. Well, now we might not have to, you know, rely on Josh Allen as much. There's some some games where we can just take you know ten to fifteen passes off of Josh's shoulders and go to the running game and the way we're utilizing our running game this season, you know, with the addition of Aaron Cromer also, you know, bringing Roger Saffold, that zone running scheme. But again, that Kyle Shanahan esque running game is going to be huge for this offense. I, I that's a great point, man. I'm going to come in and, uh, and, and hit this uh, super chat coming in from a man. Manzella. Chase says, Rico, how do you feel about, how would you feel if Questenberry started over Bates? Uh, I would, I would make this face and go, why? Because, Although Questionberry is no scrub, he's definitely not a scrub, but Ryan Bates has earned his keep. You know what I'm saying? He's earned his contract. He's earned his keep to stay on the field. It is a, always a tough, a, a tough task to go up against a guy like Aaron Donald. There is no other Aaron Donald in the league that is as tenacious as he is. So uh, if you're asking for Questionberry to jump in the game over Ryan Bates, I would say not necessary. Um, he's our, He's going to be our swing Guard, swing, tackle. He's played both inside and outside. So one guy goes down, Questionberry comes in, or we just shuffle the line. But there need there no, there's no need for any shaking up of the line right now. It's good the way it is. Uh, takeaway number three for me um, is Ken Dorsey. Can we give a shout-out to Ken Dorsey, man? Ken Dorsey goes into his first game as offensive coordinator, and not only does he outplay and outcoach Raheem Morris on the defensive side, uh, although Raheem Morris made some adjustments, but just not good enough. We put up 17 points uh, in the second half because of the adjustments that a Ken Dorsey's made. And the fact that he was able to do that in his first game and pressures on everybody's watching kudos to him. Like he got that out the way. Sometimes you got to just get hit. You know what I'm saying? Or if you get in a brawl, you get in a fight and you get punched in the mouth. Okay. That's out the way. Let me wipe the blood from my mouth. Okay. Let's go. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what happened with, Ken Dorsey, he came in, got took a shot, you know what I'm saying, and kept it pushing and made some adjustments with his quarterback and 
I took I took away that I don't have to worry about the offensive coordinator. Not that I did when George, when uh, Brian Dable was there. I never did. I mean, the first year I was kind of like, I don't know about this guy. Get this, get rid of this guy until he really started to kind of know what this offense was about, know what Josh Allen was about, and then obviously the rest is history. But what I'm taking away from Ken Dorsey is that fearless. Like, and he got he got that out of the way. And now I don't have to, I don't worry about my offense coordinator. I don't know if he's gonna call the right play call. No, nah, man, he he showed us what he's about in that game. And we've got so many more games that he's gonna improve and learn how Josh Allen continues to evolve and all that good stuff. So I am ecstatic about Ken Dorsey. I love what he's done so far. I know it's week one. We've got 16 weeks to go, but it looked damn good to us on that on that Thursday night football. So that's my my third takeaway uh for that. Um I'm going to jump in on, on, I know you wanted to jump in that my, my other takeaway was Leslie Frazier, Leslie Frazier and Ken, and excuse me, and Sean McDermott, they really silenced Sean McVay. They silenced him. Like he had no, there was no answer for what Leslie Frazier was pushing onto them. And he did it without blitzing. That is the key in this whole situation. Leslie Frazier was able to find a group of linemen that he was able to say, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to split the snaps. I mean, Von Miller himself had what? He played 50% of the game. That's it. 52% of the game. And, and he was able to muster two sacks out of that with what? Four pressures. So love what Leslie Frazier was able to do with that defensive front and allow his DBs to do what they do. My goodness. So shout out to Leslie Frazier. I know you guys were giving this guy a hard time with last year's debacle in Kansas city. But here we are. Leslie Frazier put on a freaking clinic with that defense. Shout out to him. Let's go for a freaking year number two with number one defense, man. Shout out to Leslie Frazier on that. I know I know you wanted to touch on that, uh, Evan. Talk to me about Leslie Frazier. Yeah, I wanted to step in on the Leslie Frazier point. And one of the big things that Leslie Frazier did to just kind of combat what Sean McVay had offensively was running a lot of zone. Because what the Rams like to do offensively, it's when it's in zone coverage, again, you know, your guys aren't going up against one-on-one on man. So, you know, it's going to be a little different offensively for Matt Stafford. And when you have a guy like Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup is just one of the most fundamentally sound receivers in the game. He's so smart. He knows how to get into the zone right off the bat. So Stafford's going to know how to get to, you know, the Cooper Cup right away. And then if your defense is, you know, getting up on Cup and taking away that read here and there, going up against a guy like Allen Robinson, who kind of likes to play against man more, he's a better, you know, man receiver than he is zone. You're, you're, you're kind of limiting Robinson there. And then to the fact that the, the Rams simply just don't really have a receiver three, four, five. And then if you can just, you know, play some solid defense on Higby and shut down the running game, all that together is just going to really step up defensively and just make Leslie Frazier's job a lot easier just because of the players he has on the defensive side of the ball. So that's just huge. And you got to credit Frazier, man. People are going to still dog on Frazier from last year's yeah. performance in the yep. divisional round, but you just got to give him praise, man. He deserves it. Yep, you're absolutely right with that, man. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to stop it right there because that's perfect uh, timing to get into our other topic here. Uh, and not even talking about our fifth takeaway. Uh, fifth takeaway for me uh, is are, are in twofold, right? Um, the Bills are dialed in. That's what I took from that game. That game, these guys, they know what's at stake. I know it's week one. Everybody's pumped week one. But there was just a different vibe about this team. There was a different vibe. And it felt like everyone's on the same page. Everyone is dialed in together. 
right? Sometimes it's a defense that's dialed in and the offense is catching up or vice versa. Offense is dialed in and the defense is catching up. It's been like that for years with the Bills. It's either one unit is doing okay and the other unit is suffering and then makes our team crap. This take, I feel like we're even on both sides of the ball. We got stars on the defensive side of the ball. We got stars on the offensive side of the ball. And we've got a veteran leader in Sean McDermott that's got everybody just on on just on one page. And I, I love what I'm seeing thus far. And I hope we take that momentum into in week after week and we don't falter and we just continue to show these guys what these freaking bills are about. Because everyone's talking about how different this year is going to be. It felt different against going up against the Rams. Some people might say, well, Super Bowl champs, they always falter the next year. So did we beat a Rams team that is just going to falter and just drop going forward? I mean, you saw what happened in at Atlanta. Atlanta goes to the Super Bowl. You don't really hear from Atlanta ever again. You know what I'm saying? That was their Same chance. with the Broncos and the uh, the Carolina Panthers years ago. There you go. Panthers, did they come back? Hell no. Broncos, they come back? Hell no. Seattle, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I could, I could go on to the teams that have gone to the Super Bowl and you think they're going to be good the next year, and they just you don't ever hear from them again. So uh, maybe the Rams are that team. But what I know is that they got a heck of a head coach. They got a heck of a freaking receiver. They have a heck of a defensive line. They got a heck of a corner. So they got some players on that team. It's not like everybody left, and then they're not the same team anymore. They are a damn good team, and we made them look like an average-ass team. So I'm loving how they're dialed in. And that's my fifth hot uh, hot take. That's my fifth takeaway uh, from this past game. Uh, shout out to my man, Dog26. Comes in with a super chat. He goes, uh, remember Dorsey played the game. He got more dog in him than any of them. Believe me. That's why they said he's a psycho. He called a great game. And, and that he did. And I'm going to, I'm going to couple, I'm going to, I'm going to double up on that. Uh, when myself, Evan, Evan was there as well. And uh, Zbot, we went out there and, um, we chat, we were chatted up with the players, right? At the Wester event. And every every player asked, right? Z Bob was with me. He he heard it. We were asking these very questions. Hey man, hey, Devin Singletary, how do you feel about Coach freaking Dorsey? Oh man, don't listen. This guy, he cusses like a sailor. Don't think that he's just looks like a freaking accountant. Boy, he will tear your head off. He's that dude, right? Barkley said the same damn thing. You do not be shocked and do be surprised. This guy is as fire as they come. So this is a perfect compliment to this team to bring in somebody. Could you imagine they brought in a, a Dick Duran type of offensive coordinator to, to bring on to this young and fiery team? That would kill the nucleus. You know what I'm saying? Thank goodness we don't got no Dick Durans on this team. So shout out to <laughs> the whole squad. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what it is, man. Um, We're going to go into Did you want to add on to that? Oh, yeah. I got a super chat coming in from my man, PBC. He says, hey, I'm nitpicking here, but I but – if we're not going to act like OJ, OJ Howard didn't score two tutties, though, what does Sweeney do to take that spot? Okay, that's good. If you want to jump in on this one, and I, I can I can jump in afterwards. So he's pretty much saying, listen, yeah. I gloss over OJ Howard scoring two, two touchdowns for the Texans, and then we kept freaking Sweeney that didn't do dick all. Talk about it. Here, this is what I'll this is what I'll say. I totally understand where you're coming from. You're sitting back on your couch on a Sunday. You're not watching Bills football because they played Thursday, and you're looking around the league and you're wondering why are the Houston Texans beating the Indianapolis Colts? And you're watching the highlights. You're looking at your Twitter. You see OJ Howard one touchdown. You're like, huh? Didn't we just release him? Two touchdowns. OJ Howard. You're like, man, why the heck is OJ Howard performing well? What did the Bills do? What's going on? 
The thing is, O.J. Howard simply couldn't do that, in, you know, at his time in Buffalo. He couldn't do that in preseason. He couldn't do that in training camp. He simply wasn't separating from defenders. He wasn't creating any separation to begin with. He wasn't, you know, con catching contested catches. There was nothing. There was just nothing to look forward to with O.J. Howard. And when you're going to contend for a Super Bowl, you know, as the Buffalo Bills are, you can't just take the risk of, hey, our tight end, too. What if, what if, what if, what if he does this? You can't, you gotta, you be dialed in and, you know, have what you know. And that is what Tommy Sweeney and Quentin Morris are. We know what we're going to get with Tommy Sweeney and Quentin Morris. The thing is, you're not going to see those guys on the field too often. Dawson Knox is going to get a, you know, a big percentage of the snaps. So overall, I get it. It sucks that OJ Howard didn't pan out in Buffalo, but it's time to move on. Like he just wasn't good here. He simply wasn't good in his time in Buffalo. And if he does very well with the Houston Texans for the season, congratulations to him. He also denied a contract with Yatesol didn't go to the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I don't get it. He doesn't want to play with Josh Allen. He doesn't want to play with Joe Burrow, but heck will play with Davis Mills. I don't know. Uh that's my take on OJ. Well, well, I'll jump, I'll jump in on this too, right? Uh and it's it's a fair question. It's a fair question uh from my man PBC because it's like, okay, guys. So he's, he's able to go to the Texans and put up two touchdowns and we couldn't use that. We couldn't utilize that. And we kept freaking Tommy Sweeney over him. Like what gives? And I'll tell you what gives. Sometimes you, you roll the dice and you just don't, you don't, you lose. Right. So the, the bills rolled the dice twice. They rolled the dice on bringing him in and they rolled the dice on letting him go. Right. And if he does, if he does actually do well, Great. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I just, it's just one of those situations where at the end of the day, it is what it is. It is what it is. Sometimes it happens. Look, we got rid of Wyatt Teller. Wyatt Teller is a freaking all time guard. The guy's playing out of his mind, and Nick Chubb is looking like a freaking beast. I mean, the run game is absolutely insane out in Cleveland. But the point is, you roll the dice. You roll the freaking dice. And our issue is at the end of the day, OJ Howard just probably wasn't cutting it. He wasn't cutting it. He wasn't showing what we needed to see. And we're like, yo, we got to make a decision. It's going to be a tough one. You got to go. You know what I'm saying? And wait till Quentin Morris comes back. You know what I'm saying? And that, that will give us the, the ability uh, for us to keep moving because it's not about Tommy Sweeney. I think Tommy Sweeney is going to make the squad regardless. It was going to be between OJ Howard and Quentin Morris. And they liked what Quentin Morris was able to give us. And don't forget, we're a very high-flying type of offense. Quentin Morris is a former receiver that can still get that field, and he's worked on his blocking ability. Wouldn't you take the, the guy with the young upside over the O.J. Howard, the older guy that's got, that's got a busted Achilles? If, I'm, if it's a 50-50 toss, I'm taking the guy that I put, I put time into, I put development into him, and now I'm starting to see my return on investment. My ROI is coming back to me. So, you know, what? I'm taking that. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the that's my explanation on this OJ Howard. Yes, he did well. He scored two touchdowns, but guess what? They probably gave him 10 plays. Here's your 10 plays. Memorize this. When is your turn? Run your route. And if you Davis Mills sees you, he sees you. Let's see if you can do that the next week and the week after that. Then talk to me. But anyway, RC3. And that's no hate, by the way. I'm looking like I'm coming off aggressive. I'm, I'm really not trying to be. Um, RC3 comes in with a super chat. Appreciate that. RC3 says, uh, just saying. Yeah, Miami beat the Pats, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jets finished second in the division and they're all under 500. Why would, hold on. Why would the, the Jets look like absolute shit? How are they going to finish second in the division? They look like garbage. They, they couldn't. He knows win. something we don't. 
Yeah, you must know something we don't because <laughs> Joe Flacco is going to be the quarterback for at least four weeks, maybe five. So they could easily go on five in their first five games. And you're going to tell me they're going to finish second. There's no absolute way. RC3, I appreciate that super chat. You know what I'm saying? It really I do. But the Dolphins are the team that's going to be fighting for number two, if not number one. But I just can't have it because the Bills are just that better of a team. But we'll see when we may, we face off each other in two more weeks. So um, that being said, I like that. Now, uh, we need to talk about something. And I got some. I got something. My, and Evan, I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to put you off. I'm going to bring you back in just a little bit. All right, buddy? So I got to talk about something, man. Because when I'm looking at I'm looking at the before I, I'm going to put it up right now. I got to put it up right now. All right. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. All right. We have three capable running backs. Yes. Yes, we do. They're not all on the same level. They all three of them do different things. They do. Last year. The run game wasn't wasn't panning out the way we wanted to. We were throwing people in left, right, center to try to find a groove. We couldn't find a groove until we what faced Atlanta, and that Atlanta game motor started to come. He started to he started to really display what he is about. Obviously, we changed the lineup a little bit by putting Ryan Bates in. That made a difference, but we saw more of motor. We could rely on motor. So we move into this year thinking that Motor is going to be RB1 for this team. You guys already know how I feel about him overall in the league. He's, he's, damn, he's a damn good back. But for this team, there should be no, oh, I'm not sure. I'm going to give you six. I'm going to give you six. No, F that. Enough already. What more does this man have to do to get the lion's share of carries? If last game didn't give you the indication that he's the RB1 of the squad, I don't know what to tell you. And that's on Ken Dorsey. I don't know what Ken Dorsey is trying to do, but let's not be cute anymore, man. Let the guy get the lion's share of the carries. And if these other guys want to earn their way, they're going to have to earn it with the two or three carries they get. And it was very clear that last game, Devin was the best back on the field. He was the best back on the field. But we sitting here, Given half the carries to Zach Moss, not that I'm hating on Zach Moss because I want Zach Moss to have a good year. But when you saw what he did with the football, running the football, you can clearly see there's two classes of running backs. And Devin Singletary is a class above Zach Moss right now. I'm referring to Zach Moss at this moment, at this point. But then you also have James Cook. James Cook did not take advantage of his opportunity. And guess what? He was sent to the bench. Learn your lesson. Zach Moss fumbles the ball. You know who held on to the ball? Devin Singletary. But he's sitting there with six carries. The dude was running for almost six yards of pop. What more do you want from this guy? Stop being cute and give him the rock. Give him 12 to 15 carries, and you will see the difference that you get in Devin Singletary. Yes, I know. That Zach Moss is a hell of a pass protector. He is. Yes, he is. Yes, he can catch the football out of the backfield. I know. But he's our backup. Let him be our backup. When is this opportunity to jump in? Then do what you need him to do. 
You want to pass protect on this? Okay. You wanted to freaking go out there and, and catch a football? Cool. But when it comes to running the freaking football, dating back to last season, at the end of the season, to now, let the man have his moment. Let him be RB1 and let him take over. Come on, son. This guy was running. I mean, and this is going by someone that has been critical. You guys know me. I keep it a buck. I, I try to as, as best I can. I try to see, okay, here's what's happening. Here's what I see. And I try to give you guys my, my honest opinion of what I've seen. But this is clear as day. What is it that they need to see? What more do they need to see? I don't get it. Knock it off. Give Devin Singletary the freaking football and let him do what he does. The dude was dragging dudes. He was hitting dudes. He was finishing on people. He was always falling forward and making the right read. Fam, what are we, what are we, what are we, what are we talking about here? Let the man shine. It's time for him to shine, man. Let him make his money. Because right now, if I'm a player and I'm like, yo, I'm the best back in this freaking, on this team right now. And y'all are messing with my money. I'm trying to make my money right now. And y'all are messing with that. Quit the bullshit. Give me the rock and let me show you what I do. It's year four. You guys already know what happens in contract years. These guys ball. Take advantage of it. Take advantage. Get him in the game and let him do what he does. Golly, man. If you guys are feeling that, smash that like. Put a microphone up in the chat if you feel that this is real talk. Because at the end of the day, this is what it is, man. I should have said that. I'm saying, with my, I'm saying that shit with my chest. Dang. Come on now. Give him the freaking rock and let him shine. Enough is enough. Like, stop with the nonsense, man. I get it. You're trying to figure out, you're trying to, you know, trying to find the right matchup. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, this game, this upcoming game, I can tell Khalil Shakir is probably going to be in the game. He's probably going to be activated. And one of our running backs is going to be deactivated. Question is, who the heck is it going to be? Certainly won't be Motor. And the fact that I know it's not going to be Motor, this is your opportunity to give him the freaking rock. So who will be deactivated? Zach Moss? Or is it going to be James Cook? It's going to be interesting. We'll find out. But the point of this is let the mother effing running back shine. And that is Devin Singletary. He's earned it. He's earned it. He earned it at the end of last year and into the playoffs. And he's earned it now. What are we waiting for? You need to give you 10 yards a pop? Well, give him the freaking rock and he'll give you 10 yards a pop. He, he, the guy has just earned it. So let's stop the bullshit and give him the damn rock. End of rant. Oh, God damn, man. But I, I don't want to just talk on this on my own. So, Evan, it, are you in disagreement? Are you in agreement? Or do you like the, the, the management of the touches? You get eight, you get six, you get three, and keep it going that way. Um, I always think it's good to have a nice little balance between the running backs you have in your backfield, but there's a sizable gap with production between Devin Singletary and the next running back in the Bills backfield. Uh, like you mentioned, he was basically averaging six yards per carry last game, and it was just noticeable. When the Bills ran the football outside of Josh Allen, you could just tell who was the RB1 in the Buffalo Bills running back room, and that simply was just put – Devin Singletary. And I like Moss and I like Cook. I think Cook can be a potential, you know, top 15 running back in this league when he once he gets his feet wet. But as of right now, like you mentioned, Singletary's in a contract year. Doesn't matter what the position is, maybe except some garbage quarterbacks, but players in their fourth season going for that contract will 
outplay their set standard level of play and Absolutely. they will perform. Let Singletary do his thing. Again, is Singletary an elite level running back? No, but he's good enough for what the Bills need to do. And he yeah. looks very good when you're giving him opportunities. And I think they need to separate the gap between touches in this running back room. I I really think Singletary should be getting 15-plus touches a day or a game, whether that's through the air or through the ground. I, I, don't, I don't care. I just want the ball in this guy's hands. It's just always a positive game. There it is. It's simple. It is very simple. So Ken Dorsey or Ken Dorsey's burner, if you're watching this, or whoever is in Ken Dorsey's camp, yo, grab this clip, clip that bitch, send it to Devin, send it to Devin, send it to the whole damn offensive coordinator. It, it, the whole team needs to understand and hear this because that is enough. Enough is enough already. I don't know what else you need to see from this brother. Does he need to? Does he need to like speak out? Does he need to be a distraction and say I want the freaking? He's football? quiet. He's is a quiet guy. He, he is a quiet guy, but don't make. It's always the quiet ones. You know what I'm saying? That could that could F shit up if you piss him off enough. So quit messing. And, and right now, essentially, you're messing with this man's money. He's trying to make his money. So it's a win-win situation. Let him get his money, and you guys can utilize him because you guys, everybody wants to say, use up the running back. Well, use his ass up. You know what I'm saying? Let him get his money. And if it happens to be that he gets his money from the bills, even better, right? But come on, fam. Like, let's, let's, let's cut the bullshit. Let Devin shine. Anyway, in the words of my man Namdi, let Devin dance. All right? Let him dance. This is dance floor, man. He's cleared the dance floor. He's out-dueled everyone. He's out-freaking B-Box. He's out-freaking robot everybody. He's out-danced everybody. Let him have the dance floor. Clear the dance floor and let him have it. Let him have his single dance. You feel me? Anyway, I'm out, I'm out with that. I just want to I just want to get my rocks off with this Devin, Devin situation. But uh, other than that, guys, that, that's it. That's the show that I want to get in here. Um... Dev, I mean, Evan, did you have any closing remarks before I get out of here? I just want to get your point on, on, on this, this upcoming game, A, and B, this, this closing up this week that just was for week one of NFL. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I, I should be able to make one more BF appearance before the Titans game, but per se, I, let's say I don't for some reason. Right. Um, I, I think this would be an interesting game uh, between the Bills and the Titans. I think, you know, Buffalo – going uh, against Tennessee, you know, for the home openers can be a very interesting matchup. Obviously the last couple of matchups between the Titans and bills have went in the Titans favor, but this is a new Buffalo Bills squad. In my opinion, Josh Allen is a little bit of a different quarterback. I know the Titans guys didn't really agree. They kind of just thought it was the same Josh Allen, but this is a different Josh Allen. He's more surgical. I think his, yep. his offensive mind is grown. He's like an offensive coordinator on the field. The way he's audibling at the line, just the ability to change plays on the fly. Like Stefan Diggs mentioned, on that third and four, 50-plus yard pass to Diggs for the touchdown, he saw 99 Aaron Donald wasn't on the field. He was like, dude, just run down the field, Stefan. Like, I got this. I'm going to buy some time and do my thing. Like, Josh Allen is literally an offensive coordinator on the field. And you have another smart one in um, Ken Dorsey, you know, in the booth. Uh, so yep. it's going to be awesome uh, to see what the Bills are going to do. It's going to be a tough matchup. You know, you got, you know, some good players on the Titans. Tannehill still got a good arm. Derrick Henry's still going to do his thing. They got some solid receivers uh, in, you know, Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, Austin Hooper's a solid tight end. But at the same time, the Bills 
are in their element. This is the Bills season. I just simply yeah, think right. there's no team that's going to get in the Bills way this season. We might have one flunk game throughout the year that might throw us at 16 and one. I don't know, but I think we're going 17 and all in the regular season and capping it off with the Lombardi trophy overall. But this would be an interesting game nonetheless. But if I had to give a prediction, just just oh. again, let's say I don't make another yeah, of the week. Yeah. Ooh, man, uh, it's on the fly. Uh, I'd probably have to go. 3318. 3318. Yeah. 3318. I think the Bills can win 3318. I like it. Win by two scores. I like it a lot. And who's your who's your star of the game? My star of the game. Who? You know what? Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder. I think Jamison Crowder can put in some work this week. Um, I honestly think that Khalil Shakir will get some snaps. I think he's going to get activated. I think the Bills are going to deactivate a running back. Again, like you mentioned, I agree with you on that. I don't know if that's going to be uh, Cook or Moss, but I think one running back gets the boot on the inactive list, and I think Crowder's just going to take a step up. He might have you know, three or four catches that are impactful, third down conversions. That's what he's going to do. And Johnny Blaze goes, surprised he didn't say Bobby Hart. Tackle eligible on the goal line, Bobby Hart. You know my MVP, my my secret, my secret sleeper. Like uh, like he's gonna be that guy. Uh, and then yeah, no, my MV, my secret dark horse MVP, hot take pick with uh, Saquon Barkley. Everyone watching, when the show's wrapped up, go on Google or Safari, whatever you got. Look up the Giants' schedule and just scroll through and just go, huh? Okay, if they make it over five hundred, they're you know ten and seven, nine and eight. The NFC is weak this year. The NFC is weak. I'm just saying. Just look at look at the look at the Giants' schedule and come back. All right. Well, that's my man Evan. Evan, good to have you. I'll just keep you in the background. Just going to close off, and then uh, we'll we'll catch everyone on the flip side. But I like that. I like that. 33-18 30, prediction. Saquon Barkley MVP of the league. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, man. We'll be back. Uh, listen, folks. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys really enjoyed. Uh, this show i enjoyed it i enjoyed it uh, thoroughly because we had an opportunity to chat it up uh with titans fans and they were able to really shed some light on their team number one and shed some light on what uh, they feel is um is concerning to them but at the end of the day they came with a conclusion that they'll probably lose this game but it's not gonna be the blowout that bills fans think it's gonna be uh i mean shoot blowout or not a win is a win we don't care how we take it we just want that win Right, they won by what two? You know, say they didn't care how they won the game. It was not. It wasn't pretty. You know, saying there was a lot of points put on, but at the end of the day, it's not the same team. They're not. They don't got the same dynamic. Um, and right now it's early in the season. They're still working the kinks out. Like my man's from Tennessee Titans. Nobody played. No valued starters played in preseason. So he took this as this was their first preseason game. Well, guess what, folks? There's three preseason games. So when are y'all gonna wake up? You are gonna wait till you guys are zero and three? I'd rather you not do that. I want your best. So we'll see how that plays out. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm thrilled. Uh, I'm very I'm very excited about this this upcoming game. It's gonna be fun. Uh, listen, man, we have an opportunity to be a freaking solid ass team. Uh, this team is legit. This team is is just is just re- they're just primed and ready to roll. And I'm here for it. I'm all the way here for it. So if you guys enjoyed this show, do me a favor, smash this like, you know what I'm saying? And subscribe if you have not subscribed. Do me that favor. Um, even if you're you're joined in from uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, 
Twitter, the whole shebang. Uh, hit that follow. And if you have not been following me on Twitter, here it is right now. It is Rico underscore BF underscore. Uh, we like that. By the way, uh, did you guys did you guys watch that Geno Smith game yesterday? Um, I was watching the game, right? And I'm like closing it out. I'm on the phone with my brother and I'm talking to my brother on the phone. I was like, oh, shoot, because he just left and he was driving while the game was on. So I was telling him play by play was what was going on. And uh, and the game ends. Nate Hackett, that bum. It's fourth and five. I turn my head to just talk to my brother and I see them going for a field goal. You bum. First of all, give your give the could you imagine Sean McDermott not giving the football? to Josh Allen fourth and five and you get and you have a chance to advance your team to win this game and they opt to kick and I know Tyler Bass is great and all but you opt to put the game in the hands of the kicker are you effing nuts are you insane that would never happen you have a potential future hall of famer in, in Russell Wilson and you're gonna sit here and bullshit and let Nate Hacken put the game in the kick what Hackett <laughs> you're a joke but anyway the funnier thing was I'm watching the game, and the game ends. Geno Smith had a pretty damn good game for himself. You know what I'm saying? Talk about they wrote me off, and I'm in it now. Great. But there's one suspect thing that happened, and I'm not sure if you guys caught it. Y'all may have to go back and watch and watch the end, just the end. So Geno Smith hikes the ball, boom, takes a knee. And Marquise Goodwin was the, the safety back, just in case there's a fumble or some nonsense that happens. Geno Smith turns around. You know, he smacks boy, my man on the helmet and then grabs a cheek. He gripped that cheek. Uh, he gripped it and then gave it a pat and then walked away casually. And I was like, huh. I saw that. I was like, mm, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. I'll tell you right now. If you have, if some man gripped me up like that, yo, we, we, yo, locker room. Yo, we got to square up. <laughs> yo, we squaring up. Yo, don't be gripping me like that on national TV. And you just gonna walk away because you had a good game. Listen, I, listen, Marquis Gooden probably let it slide because we won. And Mark, you know what I mean? Geno Smith, you just beat, you know what I'm saying, the opposing quarterback. I'm gonna let it slide this time. That's probably what Marquise was saying. But fam, we you can't be gripping a man like that. Don't you ever grip a man like that. <laughs> it is a no-go. You know what I'm saying? Pat the helmet, pat the backside. We cool. But don't you grip me like that. You're gonna make me square up with you, man. Anyway, if you guys didn't catch that, I thought that was hilarious. Yo, they zoomed in on that shit too. Didn't you see that? They zoomed in on that. I was like, fam, what's going on? <laughs> Yo, what's going on? But anyway, it is what it is. I thought it was hilarious. But uh, shout out to the end of the first week. Week one is done. Uh, it was fun. There was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of, I guess, like interesting games. Really interesting games. The Vikings look freaking good. Philly look freaking good. Uh, so listen, Steelers look good despite, you know, I mean, all the back and forth and stuff. They look pretty solid. Uh, this is going to be a fun year, man. This AFC is going to be something. Raiders look pretty damn good, although they didn't look good that game. The Chargers are freaking scary. Holy jumpers, man. AFC is no joke. It's going to be fun, man. So, folks, I really enjoyed the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, we're going to be back at it again on Friday. Friday is going to be uh, a Friday show. We're going to have some fun. I might even reintroduce again, uh, taking some calls from the from the uh, from the chat. And if you guys want to come in, y'all can, and uh, we'll go from there, man. But uh, this was fun, man. Week one in the books. The Bills are 1-0. The Dolphins beat the, the freaking Pats. So the Dolphins are 1-0. 
Tua is Tua. I don't give a damn what people tell me. Tua is Tua. He had some good throws, but he had some some awful ones too. But AFC East, that's the one we need to take care of. One game at a time. We're 1-0. Let's just move it on to 2-0 against the damn Titans, and let's keep the streak going. And then we go from there. You know what I'm saying? So that's it for me. I hope you guys enjoyed the show, man, because I did. And uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Buffalo Fanatics. Rico is my name. Rico underscore BF underscore. Hit me up on Twitter. Chat it up. And if uh, if you guys continue to enjoy these shows, smash that like when you guys are in here and continue to support us. And we are driving to 25,000 subscribers on YouTube. Let's get that going. And if there is anything that you would like to improve on this channel, you think, man, y'all should do a little bit more of this, or y'all should stop doing this, or we would love to see you do dive into that. You let us know, hit us up, and we'll try to we'll try to make it happen, man. Whatever the people want to see, we'll try to do. So, folks, that is my time. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And uh, listen, folks, until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Catch you on the flip side. Let's go. Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo, it's the Mafia. Josh Allen's coming. You ready? Step Dance is coming. Buffalo, 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 it's the Mafia. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 it's the Mafia. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 it's the Mafia. Uh. It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, 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 it's the Mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? No. Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? No. I don't see nobody stopping us. No. Number one, no one on top uh. of us. What they gonna do in Matt Malone? Coming with the blitz off the edge. Nothing. Don't you throw it in the air, cause Trey White and Micah Highway intercepts. Von Miller getting double team, not a team getting easy sacks. Russo with the double moves, coming straight for the quarterback. Take him down, take him down. McDermott clapping on the sidelines, and the crowd going crazy. Mafia, it's our time. Josh Allen, it's your time. It's the Mafia, yeah. Sunday, one Bills drop. Mafia, where you at? Buffalo, Buffalo, 